<laughs> take two. We haven't had a take two in a while. It's our first take two yep. Yep. of 2021. What and we'll and we'll try to do as well as we did with the intro in the first time that we tried to intro this podcast. Yeah. yeah. So welcome. Welcome. I'm I'm Danny. I'm Harold. We are from Burlington Baptist Church. This is the two by two podcast. And we are brought to you by CrossFit Northern Kentucky. Um, located behind Tractor Supply Company. I, I don't ever get the chance to well, I'd get a chance. I just forget. Yeah. Yeah. To tell where they're located, but it's our good friends over there, and they are a continual um, sponsor and champion Yes. of this podcast. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Andrew. <laughs> and, yes. Yes, Andrew and Kendra and Mike and Jen. We appreciate you. Yes. And we love you. And um, also, we have, so far in 2021, we have a listener of the year. Yes. That's Tom Spilly. Tom Spilly. Shout yep. out to Tom. Yeah, he commented, and a, a good comment yes. also, not that there's bad ones, but the rest of you were like this. That's crickets. That's crickets, in case you couldn't figure out what that is. But yeah, so give us your comments. Give us your questions. It doesn't even have to really pertain to what Harold preached on or what we talked about. We, we were all over the board last week, and Tom commented something on something that we brought up during the podcast. It was great. Yeah. Um, and we like seeing that. We like um, getting some questions. We want people to ask us. I mean, that's kind Absolutely. of the point, right, is to get people yep. <laughs> asking some questions. Yep. So pray us in again, yep. and we'll we'll get to it. Father, thank you for these few minutes we have. May we lift you up. Thank you that you're our creator and Lord and uh, that you know us and you have a plan for our lives. We pray you'd speak. And, uh, again, we pray for our country this week and this transition of power. And just um, we pray that Jesus would be lifted up in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, uh, and we, I'll ask the same question I did the first time. It's, you know, I think a lot of times when you look at it, there are some pastors who think sanctity of human life on sanctity of human life Sunday is kind of difficult to preach on when really it, it really shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. And it shouldn't be because we, we have these scriptures that, that talk about that God knows us even in our unformed substance. And when he's knitting us together in the womb and he knows us, he has a plan for us. And uh, where we want to be careful, I guess, is, uh, you know, we, if, if that life in the womb is valuable to God and we would just say that uh, abortion is murder and then that, it's sometimes considered harsh. And uh, the other thing we, we don't want to do is heap uh, conviction and, and guilt upon those who have had an abortion uh, because that's a sin, Right. but we're all sinners. And so, uh, you know, I, I'm a sinner. You're a sinner. God loves sinners. He, he sent Jesus to die for us. And so we don't want to put abortion in a category that's different than, than my, my ugly sin. But we do want to be clear about what the Bible says about it. And so balancing those things. You know. So, you know, that, that's, and you, you're kind of opening Pandora's box, right, when you talk about some of these things. But it, it seems to be, especially in the, the community of believers, that that, along with a few other things, just kind of gets set apart mm -hmm. and is almost like a red letter on somebody, right? When when we really know all all the sin is this God looks at it all the same, you know, yeah. a little white lie or whatever you might do. But it, that's one of those things that the human part of us goes, Oh, I found, I wish I would have never found that out. Or I wish, yeah. I you know, I wish, you know, and, and it's, that's a, that's, that's tough because yeah. that's not the way we are supposed to operate. Yeah. You know? And yet at the same time we want, it is a big deal to, right. to us that, 
uh, we would take the life of the innocent, and, mm-hmm. and we have these calls in scriptures to speak up for the helpless and the destitute, and and so uh, you know we look back to Roe versus Wade, forty eight years ago, and we realize sixty million lives have been taken, yep. and uh, we just we know that that is uh, sinful to the Lord, and we so we want to speak up for life, and and again, the unborn, the elderly. Uh, the foreigner, the just—I mean—I think a biblical perspective is that we have a high view of life because many women are created in the image of God, and that—that's—that uh, that's, that says a lot, yep. and uh, it says something about the value to God, and uh, and so we want to communicate that. Uh, we want to stand up for the unborn, and yet we we want to preach grace that that grace is available through Christ, and forgiveness of sin, uh, healing. Because uh, I, I know there's people that's had abortions and there's a deep hurt that mm-hmm. carried on in life with them, and uh, you know we're we're not trying to to pour gas on on that. Uh, we we want them to know about the healing that's available through the gospel. So I did a paper on this um, a while back, and and I won't bore you with all of of the details, but there is a <clears throat> a support group, multiple support groups for women dealing with the guilt yeah. and the hurt after. And, and w- what I read was, and, and I'll, I, I can, if anybody needs to look at it, I can go and find that paper and find what I referenced, but it was basically one of those things where it might not be a month. It might not be two. It might be five, 10 years down the road. Yeah. It's just, it just kind of comes crashing emotionally. So you, you think, you know, that story that, um, I can't remember his first Jim. name, Jim, was t- told about the see the that. dad saying, you know, we think abortion is the best option. Then they get to see the, yeah. the ultrasound and see the baby and hear the heartbeat yeah. and, and just the bond that you get with that. And, I'm, you know, it, it kind of hit me close to home because, you know, Gabby being pregnant, sure. you know, I'm going to have a grandson soon. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we've got a granddaughter already um, that came with the marriage. She's awesome. But. It's just, you get to think about that and go, man, you know, I yeah. feel like, I, and I, I'm not carrying it. I'm just the grandpa, yeah, sure. but I feel like I've bonded with that baby. I could go, yeah, yeah. see him kick around in there and that, stuff like that. That ultrasound so. is so, that's a big deal to pregnancy resource oh, yeah. centers because if you can show someone, this is a baby. Yeah, there's something moving around in there. Yeah, it's got a heartbeat and it's heart, got a. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and that's really what David is talking about in Psalm 139 is that, you know, you, you know, my bones are not hidden from you right. when I was made in secret. When I was formed in the depths of the earth, and it just just talking about what intricately woven in the mother's womb and all that God sees, mm-hmm. we don't see all that. We get a glimpse through an ultrasound right. or something, but but God sees that. Yep. And uh, you know, He said to Jeremiah before I formed you in the womb, I yeah, knew you, I knew you. Yep. And uh, and so we we want people to we want people to have a high view of life, your life. I mean, God sees you as as a value because you're created in His image, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody should have that value and we, we want to speak of that when we talk about life and even the life of the nursing home you know yeah. we sometimes as a nation we we don't even care for for those older folks as yeah. we should so well i mean and then when he talked about the the late-term abortion and the and the and the countries that we're kind of grouped in with yeah you know i'm sitting there listening like my gosh man yeah. You know, Vietnam, not that I listen to him more so, i listen to your service yeah. but you know it's one of those it's just he had some facts in there that i, I mean yeah it was just like, man, North Korea, China, Vietnam, that, that United my, States. Those are the four countries. Part. But that, that was Senator yeah. Radford. Was that you? Yeah. But those four countries. And I think there's seven now. 
Oh, is there seven? But there was four then. Oh, okay, you took credit for that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. But I thought, I'm just yeah. saying. If they well, there's some facts in there that just made my. Yeah, you know, but, just give me you kind of. We're in the we're in the company of North Korea, Vietnam, China, and us who who allow abortion anytime during a pregnancy. I'm sorry, I took that away well, from you, no David. It's no problem. Jim did a great job. He I, did do a great job. Yeah, and, and uh, so we're doing baby bottles now and putting mm-hmm. change in there and giving it to CareNet. But we we want to support. Uh, women who are trying to make that decision and say, hey, there's, it is a life in you, and that's precious in God's mm-hmm. sight. And, uh, there are alternatives. So, you know, adoption is a good alternative. If, if, you're, if you're not able to, there's so many people would love to adopt even. I have so, a daughter and a son-in-law who are, who are considering that. They have been kind of trying, and, and it, it has not been successful. And, you know, they, and they're real cool about it. You know, it's yeah. like, well, God's time and, and sure. something happened. But, but they're 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 excited about you know, the potential for adoption and yeah. something like that, and I think that's amazing. And sure. uh, you know, you don't want to be—I don't want to be proud, but it, it makes me proud that my—you know—one yeah. of my kids would go. You know, those kids, a lot of kids out there need love. Yeah, which is which is really cool. So let's talk about just—I think it's hard sometimes, and I'm trying to to really kind of be middle of the road here so that you can I can give you something to answer. But uh, why do you think it, the life that's here after the birth up till death of whatever becomes so important or, or is viewed by our culture as that's important? But, but leading up to this thing happening, what, what do you think, where, what's happened there? Well, the sale was that if uh, a woman can't end the pregnancy, then she's not as free as man. Right. Man okay. has this freedom. We right. don't have to deal with that. And if a woman has to, if she has to go through labor and she has to deliver this child, then she's not as free as man. I mean, that was part of the Roe versus Wade arguments right. way right. back then, which is to us, I mean, we, we can't, I can't decide I don't like your life and so I'm going to take it. You, well, you, you can, but it's not legal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Might not right. go to jail for it. Well, and that's, you know, but, and the difference is, you know, and when you say that, it's kind of shocking to people. It's like, well, you know, I just really don't think Harold's doing any good. I'm going to shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. So, yeah, we right. would acknowledge that it's crazy. But what mm-hmm. we've had to do with abortion is say, well, it's a, it's an inconvenience. It's going to slow down my career path. It's going to cost money. It's going to look bad. It wasn't in my timing. And we said, we have all this. And so if we don't want to feel bad about that, then we got to say, well, that's not really life. That's mm-hmm. just tissue. Uh, even I mentioned back in 2017, they tried to pass that uh, pain culpable. And, and just said, you know, after 20 weeks, when the baby can feel pain, but we couldn't pass that. that right. There was too much pressure to say, no, we want to be able to do it. And, it, you know, there was a, the discussion about partial birth abortion years ago. And uh, the, the movement towards many of that has gone to, you know, even if the baby survives, we don't want to take care of it if, if we didn't want it. Right. And, uh, and so we, we mentioned Senate Bill 9 in Kentucky uh, that just says if the baby's born it's got to be cared for right uh, which again it which seems- you, and i mean and well i'm trying not to get frustrated with some of this stuff but yeah. you wouldn't think it would take a bill no in your state to say that baby was born it yeah. is breathing it is conscious it has to be taken care of you would think that just yeah you, you know that you wouldn't have to put that in a in a law yeah. or in a bill yeah i i see something the same thing and I'll add to it. I believe that the devil has found a creative way 
to take all the responsibility off of the of the initial um the initial sin maybe or not sin of being sexually responsible so yeah. out out in the front sure. part of this right you can be sexually irresponsible because I'm going to remove the responsibility on the, on the back end. Yeah. But in doing so, we've taken what we, you and I would believe, and pretty, I, th- I believe any other believer that believes the Bible would be a, a yeah. human life yeah. just so that this responsibility is removed from these two parties. And that's... Right. Yeah. And we'd say that when that egg and sperm comes together, that's no accident. Right. It's a divine work of God. And uh, we want to protect that and speak for the unborn. Again, it, it's a... You know, to some people, they think, well, that that's you shouldn't have that big a concern about that. Yes, we should. It's life. Right. Yeah. And and, and at the same point, then we've got to, you know, some would criticize the, the pro-life people that, well, they don't stand up for refugees and they don't stand up to. I mean, I've even heard lately, you, you, you're all for protecting life, but then you won't wear a mask. You know, I mean, I, I just think we've got to be honest about all those things. Right. If, uh, sure. If. If you know the refugee, the the foreigner, the and I'm not saying that we don't have laws and stuff like that, but but the view of life, right. whether it's a nursing home, so or, we don't want them to be abused. We, yeah, uh, but you want people you want people who are alive to be taken care of. That's yeah. what you want, right? Yeah. Um, we got it. We I get in conversation a lot, a lot of times. You know that I'm I uh, I was a military guy. Um, I believe in like what I believe, like America freedoms. Like, you know, I like to go hunting. I like to go fishing. I like to shoot guns. I like all that kind of stuff. I'm not an extremist. Yeah. So, but, um, I got to ask a question about, you know, being in the military and, and doing some of these things. And they said, if you support pro-life 100%, and I said, yeah, they said, can you, can you say that you believe in the death penalty? So I thought about that. And I, th- I think I've come up with this answer. I don't believe that I'm the judge, jury, or executioner on any person's life or shouldn't be. Now, again, faced with the situation where you got to protect your family, things get a little bit different for me, right? I'll, I don't believe it's right, but I might have to answer for it later. But one of those things, right? So that was a very difficult question yeah. for me to answer. I don't believe that I should. Thank God I'm not a judge or a lawyer. Yeah. Right, yeah. because I don't want to make that decision where this guy took a life. It's one hundred percent for sure we're taking this guy's life. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that, but if I, if I support pro life on one end, yeah, I guess I should probably support it on the other end too. Yeah. Now, of course, you, you know, we, we would look to Old Testament law and right. say, you know, there was a justice system. Yes. And if you took someone's life, then it would cost you your life. Yeah. And that wasn't to devalue that life. It right. was to uphold the value of the life that was taken exactly and so that, that's certainly why that was in there right. and yeah and i and i i don't i agree with that you know yeah. it's in the bible i believe it but and we certainly should take like, that well, lightly you know, i mean right. that's a big i mean to take a life is a, a really big yes a big issue yeah. so yeah so yeah i just want you know it was one of those things where it just gets you thinking and, and and about consistency yeah you know yeah um and so i mentioned jesus a little bit there in john 11 yeah we, we kind of scratched on this maybe less couple of weeks but uh you know at lazarus's death you know death wasn't part of the original creation it came as part of the fall uh but uh you know so jesus is angered by death when he when he's when lazarus's friend is has died he's been in the tomb for four days and uh and so uh he's angry he's moved to compassion he weeps and uh we just talked about the fact that that's probably a good model for us as believers that that we we should be angry about evils of the world like abortion 
and yet at the same time move with compassion for victims. Uh, we, we should have a heart for mothers who made a decision, maybe at a young age. They 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 were scared. They maybe someone told them to do that. We don't want to, uh, you know, like I said, we don't want to hurt them. Right. Uh, we want to point them to the gospel and where they can find forgiveness. And and we've all got stuff that we we we've all got sinful decisions we made that uh, we regret and we we wish and yet we can find forgiveness for them. Yep. And so we want them to have that. So Jesus is able to be angry and and make a stand and yet show compassion. And I think that's where we want to be as believers is say no, it's it's sinful. Uh, and yet we want to have compassion for we we want to support like pregnancy resource centers sure. because they help the lady see yeah. that there are other alternatives and and uh we'll help you we'll, we'll help you with diapers and and training and if adoption is something that you're interested in right. there's lots of other options other than taking the life right and so so you know, I got a text message <clears throat> From Tina while you were preaching. Of course, she's up there flipping the words through and yeah. everything else. And I got a text message. She goes, you know, I just never looked at this verse, these this this passage that way before. Sure. She said, you know, looking at that, you know, that Jesus got angry because his friend was gone and he was sad because, you know, again, this is, you got to think about Jesus who can snap his fingers and make it all yeah. go away. Right. Yeah. But, but, but death upset him and angered him because yeah. it's like, you know, I, I hate that this has to happen. Yeah. And so death is an enemy mm-hmm. and we, we. It's, it's the last enemy to be destroyed. It talks about in Hebrews, right. and so it is an enemy, and we we fight against it. And uh, it it death death will be done away with yes. in eternity. And we praise the Lord for that because we we know the sting of death. Even for the believer, there is a sting that yep, comes. Sure. Even we don't have to mourn as those who have no hope because we know we're going to see that person again. And yet we miss them, and and it's not natural. And and so we should, uh, you know, we we don't want to. Uh, exalt death we we want it to be defeated and jesus defeated it yep uh, through the yep. resurrection and uh we will one day live forever with him but uh it is certainly an enemy and uh there in the garden there was the tree of life and there will be in the end there'll be a tree of life that we're able to enjoy in, in uh, revelation 22 i think something yeah i, I don't mean to interrupt you but no I'm you know not. i think something that's interesting in the in the death of Lazarus that's that I think happens it's just a good mirror for what happens when you have a family member or somebody close to you die the anger is everywhere right Mary Martha yeah Jesus is upset and and they're kind of yelling at him like you you could have prevented this yeah you have the power you could have just were from wherever you were and and he could have yeah. right and he knew what he was going to do right and yet still whip and right yeah and and it's kind of, you know it's one of those things where you see you know even even Jesus's closest friends in yeah. death still kind of yeah. argued back and forth. I mean, that's just kind of one of those things that you do when you grieve and you when you get upset. Sure. So, you know, that's not necessarily um, a good thing, but it's positive to see. Hey, man, this is you yeah. Know, this is this is kind of what happens, and you get past that, of course. You yeah, know. Judy mentioned this morning. You know, Jesus wept. I mean, that mm-hmm. we laugh because that's such a short <laughs> verse, uh, but sometimes we. It is good to, you know, even at a funeral to say, you know, Jesus wept. He, he had compassion. He saw the hurt sure. and is able to sympathize with us, especially at loss. And there are certain times that, that you're not moved with as much compassion for others because the hurt's not as real for you. But but when it's real for you, you know the pain sure. and, and uh, sure. grieve for those who have loss. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we talked many times before about, 
you know, loss and, and not really knowing what to say and, you you know, not, not being a smart aleck, but, but your job's kind of to know what to say to try to comfort people. But sometimes it's just, you just don't say anything. You just sure. listen and, you know, kind of yeah. talk through things and weep with them. Yeah. yeah. And that's what Jesus did. Jesus, yeah. you know, he, he, of anyone, he knows the hurt and the pain that this family's going through. Yeah. And he, you know, he's able to. And on a given week, you, you get to rejoice with those who rejoice. Mm-hmm. You get to mourn with those who mourn because that's, that's the way life is. There's right. times of celebration right. and times of loss and we get all of it uh, until the end and he'll wipe away every tear from our eyes and he'll be, death will be no more. It'll be good. That'll be good. So no I, more COVID. No more COVID. No, no more cancer. No more political upheaval. No more chemo. Oh yeah. Radiation. Be good. No more oh, stem cell stuff. stuff. Oh, it's and it'll be good. I hope you're ready for that. I, I hope you know Christ. And if, uh, if not, send us a, a message. We'd love yep. to talk to you about a relationship with Jesus. One thing I, that you were talking about earlier, talking about the sperm and the and the egg. I won't say who 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 wrote the book, but I was reading a book recently where he went through that and talked about the probability and all of the roadblocks inside of the female body that basically wants to stop that. Yeah. And for that to still make it there. Yeah. And the, and the kind of the odds kind of thing. And I thought, man, you, if anybody ever has any questions of whether, yeah, (laughs) you know, that this is like a, you know, that this is from God and that that thing, I mean, what it had to go through to get to to fertilize that egg. And then the egg gets there and it was like, no, I don't like this one. We'll wait till the next, you know, it's crazy. And to see things like that and, and just the process of how that life becomes a life. Yeah. And it's like, it's there's, amazing. there's, there's question here about what, you know, it's amazing. How about know. the thought that, uh, and maybe this isn't as big a deal <clears throat> as I think it is, but God gives us the privilege of producing another image bearer yeah. of his. Yeah. And that's what happens when we, Get to spend the next twenty years messing it up. Yeah, yeah. But, so man is the only yeah. creation that is in the image of God, and yep. yet He gives us the permission, the privilege. Really, actually, told us be fruitful, multiply. Right. But but when we bear a child, it's it's we're producing another image of God being, which is just amazing. It is that we get to participate in a little way of that. <laughs> Well, you, you know, and it's, there's so much joy, right, in, in seeing, you yeah. know, my, of course, you know, my brother, we'd spend a lot of time with our niece, and uh, we have great nieces and nephews. I, I'd like to say I have the best, but, yeah. you know, I'm probably pretty partial. Well, she was over last night, me and Tina were sitting on the couch, and she, Sylvia had just taught her, you know, what about curious? And she'll go, and she'll go, what about grumpy? And well, she, she go, but she'll get to laughing so bad. And you just go, man, you know, I get to see. You know, yeah. maybe be shoot for a short time. I don't know how long I'm going to be this earth, but but you get to see a generation of you. And, and I mean, she's not my yeah. child, but she's yeah. my little brother's child. You know, and it's yeah. you get to see a generation of your family, and then I'm going to have a, you know another one coming, and it's just really, really an interesting thing. Now, I can kind of see why people just really enjoy being grandparents so much. Yeah. You know, or, yeah. or the older sibling that has younger nieces and nephews that they get to spoil and yeah, all that stuff is yeah. pretty pretty neat. And so this week I'm going to talk about prayer and just you know how you just communicated how you enjoy spending that time you, you know god enjoys spending time with us right. even though we're sinners we we've been redeemed and clothed in the righteousness of christ and, and god invites us to come and hang out with him yeah and he he delights in our presence and that's amazing that a holy god yeah. would uh would find delight in 
you know, Sinners. it's kind of funny too because we've talked about, you know, you and I talked about the two songs that really kind of stuck on my mind about just spend time with. You know, is the Cody Carnes song, um, Nothing Else. Yeah. Right. And then we did one this week and I kind of talked about it before we sang it was, Lord, I need you. Yeah. I'm not asking you for anything. I'm just yeah. telling you, I'm here to sit with you. And, 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 and sometimes, you know, I have to do that. I'll, things will get really, really busy and I'll have to take a five minute break. And it's really bad that I have to force myself to do it. You know, I have yeah. to consciously think, you know, but I'll go, mm-hmm. all right, where are you at? Yeah. Let's go. Let's just kind of meditate with him and, and get, get going in the right direction. You don't, I'm not asking you for, yeah, yeah, <laughs> to take care of this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, and just, just, yeah, let's just be together and get me kind of on the path where I'm supposed to go. And it's just, it's good. It's awesome. Yeah. I've been reading some Tozer about the presence of God. Yep. And uh, just, man, it's good just to be reminded of who, mm-hmm. who, who God is and the invitation that he offers for us every day to come and enjoy his presence, to live in light of his presence, that his presence is with us and he's in us. And, and it's a that's an awesome thing. I am not reading anything that exciting. I am back in school, so I've got uh I've got a bunch of reading and Pauline apologetics. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, which is not it's actually it's pretty good. I mean, anything about Paul and his life and, and his journey is always really good. But, yeah. But yeah, so I'm I for the next couple of weeks I'll be dictated what yep. I'm extra reading I'm gonna do and, and what's going on. But uh, what do we got going on in church? Besides well, people coming and joining and getting baptized and men discipleship going on, and uh, we got some ladies going to do some studies, and uh, and so uh, it's exciting. You know, COVID just shut so much stuff down, so much discipleship, and it's good to kind of be getting some things going again. And uh, even the kids are going to meet yep. the third February third worship service for them, and uh, we miss them. Yeah, I've got to tell. So I, I run into my little buddies, uh, Keegan and Caden, at the basketball games because they're sister cheers with, with Piper, and they've been asking, when, when are we getting to do that again? Well, they really miss it. So, you know, I get to tell them February 3rd, which is yeah. good, coming up, and we'll, yeah. we'll have that. And then uh, let's see what else besides well, uh, racetrack. Yep. Don't forget about that. With racetrack ministry, too. we're going we're gonna to cook some food and try to take that over there. If you if you are interested in that or have questions about that, call the office. And uh, Joanne and Beth and them seem to have a yeah. pretty good handle on what's Jonathan going on. And, Jonathan and Sarah, they're going to have some college-age Thursday night, have time with them. And, uh, yeah, so able to have some gatherings now, and that's, that's good. And, yeah. So praise the Lord for that. We're able to get together a little bit. It, it's starting to feel a little bit more normal out i was uh kind of laughing the other days i was at the grocery store and it's about a it was it was in a saturday afternoon about a 50 50 split of mask not mask and and you can yell at me all you want but it's just interesting because it's kind of seems to be as people are kind of getting it getting over it and i know that there's people who are having a tougher time with it but people are kind of getting a little bit more back to normal and it seems like people are showing up to sporting events and i was able to go watch my daughter cheer at a High school yeah. basketball game, yeah. which is, you know, again, makes you feel a little bit better about yeah. about stuff. Yeah. And vaccines are coming. And I know a lot of our older folks are looking forward to getting scheduled for that. And, that, yeah. you know, they're, they're anxious because they've been locked in for. Yeah, man, I can't, I can't imagine. Too. There's some people who the guy come in the barbershop the other day who had not had a haircut since March. Older fella. Uh, and I mean, not because yeah. he just let it go. He just was just kind of nervous to get out and about. Yeah. And, um, he came in and was talking to Don and, you know, Don was telling him that he had had it and the guy was, oh, okay, you know, blah, blah, blah. I had hair down to his shoulders almost just, wow. so I just been, you know, laying low, just kind of 
taking care of myself and protected, which is yeah. you know, what they told him to do. So. Sure, sure. But it's nice to see people getting out. And it's a beautiful day outside today. The sun is shining. It's not super warm, but it is yeah. very pretty out. Yeah. So, Thank you for joining us Thanks. and send us some comments. Uh, continue to pray for Danny's dad. He's yep. recovering. And then we, Bob Blainhart, we've been praying for him this week. Pray for mom. She is having to cook all of his food, and evidently he is going to eat her out of house and home. So <laughs> pray for Debbie, too. And um and just, uh, every, I mean, just pray for everybody. There's a lot of things going on. People are, you, you, and this is one of those things that you kind of talk about. Don was at the barbershop after that fellow left. And he said, you know, he said, think about three months ago. And I said, yeah, he said, we maybe knew three or four people that had COVID. Yeah. And I said, yeah. And he goes, fast forward to now. He goes, every other person that comes in here has had it or, or it's going through their family and here at the barbershop, you know, three out of five of us have had it. And, yeah. and, um, uh, He's like, it's just, it's kind of crazy. I'm like, what well, is very crazy? And, you know, it's just the way kind of things work. And, and you go on and if, you know, figure out the new normal and, yep. and just go on with it. So pray for those who, again, who are, who are de- depressed, a lot of depression, yeah. you're finding out about, you know, this kind of thing. So we want to pray for them and I'll pray us out here. All right. Brother. All right. <laughs> thank you, Lord, for this day. And I thank you for the sunshine outside. And thank you for just being an all knowing God, Lord, and, and knowing us from, from the time that we were conceived and before then, Lord, knowing that you have a plan for our life and, and that, that we are in your image, Lord, help us to remember when we deal with people, um, of any age and, and of any kind of background or, or nationality or, or whatever that, that you created them in your image, you have a plan for them and you love them as much as you love anybody. And we thank you for that. Thank you for that. Help us to remember that Lord, help us to go out this week and talk to somebody about Jesus. Help yes. us to recognize those opportunities and to, um, and just to just to pray on it and, and to do that, Lord, as you've asked us to do. Continue to bless those who are sick and, and those who are recovering. And, and Lord, just uh, we ask grace and, and healing in each one of those situations. We've got a lot of stuff going on at church with 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 that. And, and we just ask your hand in all of that. Lord, just continue to bless us and continue to help us to just go in the direction you want us to go. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. 